You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Whether you're a big-hearted creative or an aspiring entrepreneur, let's take action on your dreams. Reconnecting you with your why and giving you the how. I'm here to dish out actionable mindset tips and fun industry secrets to help you blow up your biz. From eye-opening reality checks to motivational gold, no two episodes are ever the same. So tune in weekly, skip the FOMO, and let's dive into the deep together. Hey, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm talking about how success loves preparation. So I want to go over a few different things. I've got five points here. So the first one is quit hedging and making up those backup plans. The second one is we can't wait to be perfect. The third one is planning. Fourth one's education and the last one's sales. So I'm going to go over all of those, share some stories and talk about how your success loves preparation. Before we get into that, because this is going to be a shorter episode, I want to invite you to our next big workshop that's coming up on the 31st of May. The link is below right now and it's going to be the launch of my new six-figure business map. We're going to have Donald Miller speaking, Cara Mia, my wife, Lilu, and we're going to be releasing a documentary as well. So it's going to be a huge few hours and it's going to be a lot of fun. And the new course, man, it's going to be, yeah, just game changer. So I can't wait to invite you into that and help you with your success this year. I'm excited to work with you. Now, just hit the link below and you can sign up. And there's a, I think there's a $1,000 bonus when you sign up with a whole bunch of discount codes to my favorite brands and things like that. So absolutely do that. Uh, one of my main courses, I think there's an 80% off discount code. So you can get in there and, and check those out. And um, yeah, link is just below. So just click on the description, put in your email address, put in your name, and I'll send all the information to you. Now let's get into it. Success loves preparation. You know, I think for me, I've been getting so many DMs lately on Instagram and um, I was just telling a friend of mine, he asked me how many DMs do you get? And I said, oh, probably about a hundred a day. And um, he's like, what, do you get back to every DM? I'm like, yeah, I absolutely do. But what's interesting is when people message me, there's all sorts of messages, right? Like you get some love messages, fan messages, you get hate messages, you get people asking you to be on their podcast, you get um, opinion pieces, you get tons of different stuff. People telling me how pumped they are to join the Six Figure Business Map or people showing me how much money that they just made from the course or like people listening to the podcast, like whatever it is, right? But one thing that I do notice, there's a bit of a, a, bit of a um, trend where someone will get into my DMs and then they ask very basic questions and, and then they're like, oh, I love your podcast. I love all the free content. And then um, they're like, oh, what do you think about this? And they'll ask a very basic question. Then I'll answer it. And then they'll ask another one, another one, another one, another one. And after a while, I kind of have to cut them off. I'm like, hey, like I'm not I'm just a chat box here. Like I can't just be dishing out answers to everything. You need, like I know that you want to um, level up. You need to start taking your success seriously, Right. If you're just getting into people's DMs and trying to find all the answers, making all these changes on a whim, you're not really being serious about and you're not committed to your success. So it's hard for me to put time into you when you don't even believe in you, right? I know this because, I mean, why wouldn't you know these answers? Why wouldn't you be reading the books? Why wouldn't you be in the courses? Why wouldn't you have a coach? Why wouldn't you pay for mentoring? Like there's so many different ways that we can get all these answers. And I just feel like when I talk to people. So if, for instance, when I talk to people inside the course and they're messaging me, um, they always bring me value in some way. And then I can have a conversation with them and then I bring them a lot of value. 
And I know that they're so serious about their success. They're preparing for it. They're educating themselves. Um, they're planning for it. They're mapping it out, you know, all those things. And I think then I am, I'm serious about, about helping them. Does that make sense? So I think a lot of the times I want to go into the first one, success lies preparation. Okay. So one thing that I want you to do is quit hedging your bets. You know, you need to commit 100% into what you want to do and what you love to do. Too many of us, we make up backup plans and you know how much I hate backup plans because you're planning to fail. Why do we put so much time into planning to fail, right? It's because we don't have the confidence and we're not committed 100% into what we actually want to do. And because we're not committed, then we always say, well, there's always a backup plan. The amount of times people tell me, hey, Jai, like thinking about going full-time as a wedding photographer, thinking about going full-time and starting a cafe or like whatever it is, thinking about going full-time as a musician. But if it doesn't work out, I've got this plan in place and and I could go and do all these things and those things. And they tell me more about their backup plan of when they're going to fail than the actual plan A. Now, it's telling me that they're just thinking too much of plan B. You will, like, well, whatever we're planning, right? So I say success loves preparation. So failure loves planning as well. So if you're planning to fail, what do you think is going to happen? If you're planning to succeed, what do you think is going to happen, right? If you are not serious about your success, it's going to go to someone else. It's not going to stay there and wait for you. If you're planning to fail, what do you think is going to happen? Like whatever you put out to the universe, you're going to attract it. And most people that I know that have a backup plan, oh, when when I fail, I can go back to university or something. I mean, within a few months, they're always back there in university because because they had a backup plan, they weren't 100% committed, which means they weren't ready to show up relentlessly or through the tough times to make things work. They had other options. You need to make it so this is the only option. The thing that you want to do needs to be the only option, the only thing on the table, and there isn't anything else. Hey, if you're going to fail, like deal with that when you get there, you know? Right now, you don't have enough bandwidth to try and make up multiple plans. You need to double down on plan A. When plan A doesn't work, you need to create a new plan A. When that one doesn't work, you need to create a new plan A. And you keep going that way and you will get success. That's one thing that I know from my own success and from all the people around me that always get tons of success, right? If I talk to anyone that I know that's successful and they come from nothing, they never say, oh yeah, what happened was I had plan A and then plan B kicked in and then I just went with that. I always say, hey, what was your plan B? Plan B? Why would I plan for plan B? Like, that's not a thing. I, I'm going after this. I've committed. I'm going 100%. Now, a lot of the times we usually fail because we, we dip our toes in 50%, right? And I always think it's a story not worth telling when you fail and you didn't even try. Like, that's not worth telling. I mean, it's not worth listening to. I mean, if someone comes up to me and they're like, oh, yeah, Jai, I, I did a little bit. I wasn't really that committed and I didn't do everything in my power to make the success happen. And I, of course, I failed. And I'm sitting there going, hey, what, what is this story? Like, it's not inspiring. You know, it doesn't motivate me. It, it doesn't give me value. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I want to know how you went all in guns blazing and then how it didn't work out and then what you did to make it work because you had no other option. Your back was against the wall and you fought your way through a situation. I want to know how you showed up in the last 5%, you know. It's just like a marathon. I want to know. I don't care that you ran half a marathon and then you stopped halfway and then, you know, you went to McDonald's to go and eat some food because your plan B was like, oh, I don't have to finish. I want to know how you ran the whole way and even though you couldn't make it and you rolled your ankle, you hopped and you hopped and you hopped all the way through and even though you came last, you still got over that finish line. Now, that's a story worth telling, right? That's success. That is, yeah, if I was at a pub, I'm like, that's that's a story. So think about it. 
If success loves preparation, what are you doing right now? Quitting, like having hedges on your backup plans. You need to commit 100%, 110%. The more that you commit into your plan, the more that you're only going to think about your plan, you're going to talk about it, like your success, you're going to talk about your unrealistic goals. The more that you're going to work out how much action you need to take, I was talking about this actually. I just recorded this in the in the business maps a mindset little mindset uh, video, and it's about fear of failing, right? And I think too many of us we we have such fear around failing that we don't even do something because we're worried about something that doesn't even exist yet. You know, it's like a backup plan. Like, you, I mean, these scenarios don't exist. You don't need to think about it. I think the thing the problem is though is um, too many of us we get you know mediocre results or average results, and um, but we only put in average commitment or average actions. Like I know for myself, like every single time I get a yes or I get an opportunity, I get nine no's, you know, so nine failures. So that to me is a measurement of how much I need to take action. Like it's an easy guide for me to go like, oh, okay. So if I want to get featured in one magazine, then I need to contact 10 of them. Okay. I need to have 10 connections. So then I can guarantee my one yes. Right. Where most people, they contact one and then they get a no and then they feel sorry for themselves and then they give up and go back to, to plan B. They didn't show up relentlessly and they didn't take unrealistic action. They didn't commit 100%, right? Because if you committed 100%, you wouldn't care about failure because you know that there's no other plan. There's only plan A, okay? The only reason why you're scared is because you're scared to go on plan B and you, and you thought about plan B so hard that you really know and you live it and you breathe it and you think about it and you dream about it. And of course, it's going to happen. You know it's coming. You know, you're just avoiding it for a little bit longer, but it's coming. Now, it's the same, and, and trust me, I've been through both of these, but it's the same when you 100% commit, you know what's coming. You know the success is coming. You know when it gets hard. You know you're doing late nights. You know you've got anxiety. You know you're listening to another podcast. You know you're waking up early. You know you're taking unrealistic actions for your unrealistic goals. You know you're doing these things. So you know the success is coming. You just don't know when. You know you need to keep showing up for it because you don't want to be there. You don't want to miss the day at work when it actually shows up, right? So you're there every day making it happen. You're waiting for that that knock on the door, for someone to walk through, for something to happen, for you to be in the right room, for you to meet the right person, for you to have the right mentor, like whatever it is, for you to read the right books, for you to learn the new strategy, for you to make that new friend, like whatever it is, you want to be there because you've got to be in the way of success. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but I recorded a documentary called Jack Short and it's on my website if you want to watch it. It's called, um, my website's jialong.co. So that's jialong.co. And on that I show, I actually just watch it again myself, but on that, there was one scene, and I think a lot of people didn't even really realize this, but I'm hustling to start a business. So the premise is I'm starting a successful business. I've got to book a client within five days and I have $2,000 and I go undercover. So I've got no name, no Instagram, no website or anything. Now, one of the first things I do is I get on Facebook and I'm, and I'm joining Facebook groups and stuff like that. But whilst I'm doing that, I'm actually sitting outside in the middle of the city so I'm in the way of success, right? I'm in the way of a client walking past. Like it's a potential client. Maybe someone's just about to get engaged. Hey, if I was there, then I can take a photo. Maybe someone's about to get married. Maybe someone's walking up to the registry, you know, registry office. Maybe some like something could be happening. So I need to be in the way, at least be in the in the ballpark of where the success is, what I'm looking for, where my clients are. Because if I'm just sitting in my bedroom, ain't nothing's happening in my bedroom, right? I go there and I go to sleep, I recharge my batteries, but I got to get back out in the town. I got to stand there right in the way of where all the action's happening. That's where I am because 100% of the time I'm 100% committed and I show up 100% of myself 100% of the days. I'm here every day, seven days a week. Okay. 
because I'm committed. I don't want to go to the plan B or even think about plan B. I just keep changing where my plan A is. I keep adapting and pivoting and, um, and writing that show. And I think it's an amazing place to be. Now, number two, don't wait to be perfect. I think too many of us, we wait to be perfect. Like the website's going to be perfect. Can't launch it right now, do I? Business is going to be perfect. Can't can't uh, hustle until the business is perfect. Price guy's got to be perfect, Jai. Can't give it out to people until it's perfect. Like this social media post, it's got to be perfect, Jai. Can't post it until it's absolutely perfect. And look, I mean, that's all well and good and stuff, but that's just you and your insecurities and saying that you're not good enough. And you need to get past those things. Because if your goal is bigger than that post, if you have more of an unrealistic goal and you're committed to your success, Hey man, who cares about the post? Get it out, move on, do something else. You know that you got to show up. The frequency matters, right? You got to show up, keep pounding at that goal. Now think about it. The first time that Instagram came out, hey, is it the same today? No. Was it perfect? No. Do they roll out updates every two weeks? Yeah, they do. Same as Facebook, same as all your favorite apps. Have they got 2.0 that comes out? Yeah. 3.0? Yeah. I think Instagram's probably up to like, you know, update 18, version 18. Yeah, that's right. Because they know they can't wait for perfect. Imagine if Instagram waited, you know, 15 years and just rolled out today. Yeah, it's too late. It's already gone. It's past you. Do you even remember the first, how Instagram started out? Barely. I remember it today because it, it served me today, right? So I think too often we think too many people are watching us and too many people are obsessing over our account. So we have to have the most perfect feed. We have to have the most perfect post every single day. And if we don't, then we're failing. But it's, it's not true at all. If you love um, the idea of you reaching your goals, success loves preparation. What is preparation? That is working out how to use social media. That means posting more often than you do right now. That means actually posting to see what results you get, how like maybe you're going to go viral. If you want to go viral on, you know, creating a reel or something, it's not about creating one reel. It's about creating at least 10, post them, you know, three a day and see what happens. So these, these are the things that we've got to do. Like how often, and this is what, this one kills me, and this is someone that's not committed. People always write to me and say, Jai, I've been, I've been doing everything and I'm not getting success. I post every single day, just like you said on social media, no success. And then I'll jump on the Instagram account and I post it every single day for the last eight days. And then before that, it's like three months ago. And before that, it's like a year ago. Hey man, your every single day and showing up relentlessly is very different to my every single day because trust me when I say I'm showing up every day, you showed up for the last seven days and expected something. That's not going to happen. You have to show up every single day for the next year, the next two years, next three years. Like success doesn't come just like that. You need to keep showing up, right? I say this all the time uh, with a lot of my friends and stuff, but I have a podcast called Make Your Break. And the reason why is because I always talk about making your break, right? You create that. You have the control to make your break. I have never had a break. I've never had one thing that's taken off. I've never had something that's gone viral. I've never had one day where I've got tons of followers. I've never had a lucky break where someone just contacted me and I could speak at something. You know, I've never had those things. I make them for myself. I seek them out. My clients don't find me. I find them, you know. I don't get approached to go and talk at workshops. I ask if I can talk at workshops. I don't get approached to talk on podcasts. I ask if I can talk on podcasts. I do those things. I put myself forward. I step forward because I know success loves preparation. You've got to do the same thing. If you're waiting to make your break, if you're waiting to make your break, it's just like waiting to win the lottery. Hey, it might happen. It's a very low chance. 
but you've got to make it happen yourself. Like you could be a millionaire, not by winning the lottery and buying a ticket for $15, by actually making a plan and moving towards that plan. That's unrealistic goals. I guarantee you, and I say this all the time, if you wanted to be a millionaire and you decided today to do it, like you could do it in 10 years, no matter who you are, where you are, you could do it. I know that because if every day you woke up and you wrote that goal down on a piece of paper, after a while, you'll start becoming 100% committed. You won't even think of backup plans because you've got this one plan and you'll do whatever it takes to make that happen, right? I know you will. You'll find the right people. You'll find the right course, the right mentor. You'll read the right books. You will listen to the right podcast. You will meet the, you know, you will be in the right room. I know you're going to do that. So don't wait to be perfect. Just get to work. That's the most important thing for you right now. You're listening to this podcast right now. I want you to get to work straight after this. Straight after you finish this episode, I want you to do something. Post something on social media. Tag me. I want to hear it. I want to see you doing something. Okay, number number three, planning. Success loves preparation, so you need a plan. Okay, I want to I want to share a little story with you because I think this is going to help. Most businesses, okay, most businesses plan for the short term all the time. Like even you right now, you're thinking, I just said something about Instagram. You're thinking about your next Instagram post. You shouldn't be thinking about that. You should be thinking what's happening in the year's time, in two years' time. And does this post help you get to where you want to be in two years' time, three years' time, four years' time, okay? Because when we're just doing all these small, tiny little things that won't even matter in a year's time and we get so hung up on it and caught up on it and we think about it and we get anxiety and we get the fear of rejection and we feel like an imposter and all these things. And it's, come on, man, what are you wasting your time for? This won't even matter in a year's time. Just post the damn thing, right? So I think about that all the time. So I want to share this story. This is, this is a little excerpt from a book called The Millionaire Fast Lane. I'm going to actually read it as, as good as I can. I'm bad at reading. Bad at reading on podcasts, but bear with me. And I think this story is going to be worth it for you. A great Egyptian pharaoh summons his two young nephews, uh, Chama and Azar, and he commissions them to the majestic task. Build two monumental pyramids to uh, tribute to Egypt. Okay, so upon completion, each nephew's pyramid, pharaoh promises on each immediate reward of kingship, retirement with riches and crazy luxuries okay it's going to keep going ahead here okay so they both go oh my god this is a daunting task they're both 18 years old and they both know there's a big process in front of them so the work begins azar he begins work immediately he slowly drags large heavy stones into a square formation after a few months his base of the pyramid takes shape town folk gather around the construction efforts and praise his handiwork the stones are heavy and difficult to move and after one year of heavy labor, Azar's perfect square foundation to the pyramid is nearly finished. Now, Azar is perplexed. The plot of land that should be Chama's pyramid is empty. Not one stone has been laid. No foundation, no dirt engravings, nothing. It is as barren as it was a year ago when the pharaoh commissioned the actual job. So confused, Azar visits Chama's home and finds him in the barn, diligently working on a twisted apparatus that resembles some kind of human torture device. Chama, he says, what the hell are you doing? You're supposed to be building Pharaoh's pyramid and you're spending your days locked in this barn fiddling away on this crazy machine. Chama cracks a smile and says, I'm building a pyramid, leave me alone. As us scuffs, yeah, sure you are. You haven't laid one stone in over a year. Chama, engrossed and unfazed in his brother's uh, ASCII accusations, resorts to Azar. You're short-sighted and thirst for wealth have clouded your vision. You build a pyramid and I'll build my own. 
So the work continues. Another year passes and Azar um, solidifies the base of his pyramid and begins the second level, except the problem arises. Azar struggles in his progress. The stones are heavy and cannot raise them to the pyramid's second level. Challenged by his physical limitations, Asia recognizes his weaknesses. He needs more strength to move heavier stones and do so seek the counsel of Banu, Egypt's strongest man. And for a fee, Banu trains Azar to build bigger and stronger muscles. With great strength, Azar anticipates the heavy stone and will be easy to lift into the higher levels. Meanwhile, Chalmers Pyramid's plot of land still barren. Azar assures his brother he has a death wish. And by all appearances, Chalmers is violating Pharaoh's mandate. Azar forgets his brother and his non-existent. Another year passes and Azar's pyramid's construction slows to a disheartening crawl. And... Often it takes one month to put one stone in place. Now, suddenly, one day, while hauling a heavy stone up his pyramid, Azar hears a loud commotion erupting around the town square. The folks regularly observe his work, abruptly abandon his plot to examine this celebratory fuss. Curious himself, Azar takes a break and leaves to investigate. Surrounded by cheering crowds, Chorma trolls up to the town square, commanding a 25-foot contraption towering machine built with twisted metal and levers and woods and ropes it looks like something crazy right within minutes charm strange machine starts moving heavy stones and begins to lay the foundations of the pyramid one after another the machine effortlessly lifts the stones softly places them side by side into place miraculously the machine requires little effort for charm's operation crank a wheel attached to a rope counter lever intertwines a gear in the system and bingo heavy stones are moved quickly and magically with Azar's pyramid foundation, it took over a year. Chama lines up the foundation to his pyramid within one week. The second level of, of Azar's so audaciously struggled with is even more shocked. Chama's machine does this work 30 times quicker. At the end of the story, right? Chama retires 40 years early in crowns of luxury, sloshing in free time. Chama goes on to become Egypt's greatest scholar and accomplished inventor. Azar... A lifetime, he never even finishes the pyramid. Now, what has this got to say? I mean, what what story is this telling you, right? I want to tell you. The story is, you have Azar and you have Chama. So one guy, he just got in and started working. And that's what most of us do. We don't plan for success. We just get in and we start working. You, we don't sign up to a course because we just say, oh, we don't need that. Just going to keep working. Make all the mistakes. Make all the mistakes. And then... We often see someone that overtakes us real fast. I know this. I've seen this. Like inside the business map, for instance, we've had people that have hit six figures within three months of starting their business. People are like, how is that even possible? Well, because they had the right strategies. They took their time building the right things. And then, of course, they could leapfrog everybody else. That's how it works. Success loves preparation. Success doesn't love hard work. Success loves preparation. It loves a good strategy. It loves to know that you're 100% committed and you're going to learn the right things from the right people. That's what it loves, right? So making the plan, and even though it takes you a little bit longer, you're going to succeed so much faster. Does that make sense? Instead of just pounding away, pounding your head, getting into DMs, trying to ask me for questions to all the crazy questions that you have no answers to, you know, you're stuck. Like why? Listening to more podcasts, trying to find and troll through all the free resources out there because you're not 100% committed in your dreams. You're not going to actually go to the sources of where you need to be to find the right strategies. Now, why is that? It's not because you've got a money problem. It's because you've got a commitment problem. I want to say that again. It's not because you've got a money problem. I know so many people say, oh, Jai, I would hire a mentor if I could, if I could afford it. Hey, if that was true, you could afford it. I know that you could get another job somewhere. I know you could get a line of credit. I know for myself, 
if I could borrow $100,000, I would pay for education from all my favorite mentors. I know I could double that money because I don't have a money problem. I can always find money from somewhere. I just have a commitment problem. If I'm not 100% committed, 100% um, believing in myself, of course, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go and stay where I think that I deserve to be with all the free information, right? Where my dreams deserve to be. So I just want you to think about planning. If you can get those strategies early on, if you can pre-plan and make out a map of how your business is going to work, what kind of social media are you going to create? What kind of brand are you going to create? What kind of brand personality are you going to have? Like all these things, you know, what, what kind of irresistible are you going to build? Where are you going to market? Where are your clients? How are you going to take yourself to another level? You know, this is all pre-planning stuff. It's not by accident that people get success. It's because people are, they quit hedging their bets and they go 100% commit in. They have no backup plans. They don't wait to be perfect and they start making a plan. Now, number three, education. Education is a huge one. I am obsessed with education. Obviously, I'm an educator, but I, I literally, every single day, I listen to at least one hour of a book that I love reading, right? I read 50 books plus per year. I'm always reading. I pay around about 10% of whatever I earn to, to mentors, to coaches, to learn, to, you know, to courses, to learn new things. I'm always intrigued. I'm always learning of all the people around me. I'm always in a room where I'm not the smartest, you know, not the brightest. I'm always surrounding myself with talented people. I'm always leveraging other people's, other people's thoughts, other people's ideas, other people's, other people's education. That's just me though, because I am committed 100%. I need to know. What do I need to know? What strategy? What do you know that I don't know? How did you get there faster than I got there? How are you making more than what I'm making? Because we're all the same. So you're doing something. I need to learn it, right? I'm 100% committed. I'm not going to plan B. I'm planning A and I'm pre-planning A and then I'm planning A and I'm executing A. I'm taking action on A. I just need to know what A is. And so I need to know who's going to help me with planning A, okay? Where is that success? I know it loves preparation, Education, right? You've got to be, I mean, if you're not committed to your success, like why, why even bother? You know, you go, <laughs> I hate saying that. I know it's hard life, but like there's so many people that um, are so skeptical about so many things, but they're skeptical in themselves. You've got to understand someone that's skeptical about education, they're skeptical in themselves. Like, oh, I don't know. You know, I can see all the results everyone else is getting, but I don't know if that's for me. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I could, you know, I don't know if I can afford I talk about this all the time and I can hear you and I know what you're saying. Like I don't, I, I'm committed 50%. I've got a backup plan, Jai. So I don't really need this education. I don't really need plan A to work. I've got plan B. Don't worry about it. I've got plan B. I'm planning to fail. Now I want you to educate yourself in whatever it is. Hey, if you don't have much money in your bank account, Hey, that's your fault, right? If you've got no clients, Hey, that's your fault. There's all the education out there in the world right now. There's all the strategies that you need. If you don't, if you don't know the next step, hey, that's your fault, man. <laughs> I'd love right there. If you have unhappy clients, bad client experience, if you're under delivering, if you're under promising and undelivering, hey, that's your fault. You know what it is. If you don't know how much you should be charging, that's your fault. Okay. Everything's your fault. That's something that I teach all the time. You gotta take responsibility. You take responsibility of the downside means you can also take responsibility of the upside. When you get the big success, you can share that proudly because you went through all the things. You did the pre-planning. You went 100% in on your goals. You went and learned the things. You went and, and invested in yourself because you believed in yourself, right? That's why you did it, okay? Buying a whole, like another camera ain't gonna help you. I mean, if you don't know how to use the camera, right? You know this. 
starting a business ain't going to help you if you don't know how to run a business, right? You know this. The same as getting a shiny camera. It's cool on the mantelpiece. It looks cool. But until you know how to take a perfect photo, then it doesn't matter what camera you use. <laughs> okay. The last one, you got to learn sales. You have to learn sales. So many people, man. Like, I don't know why, but they're not, they're 100% committed on their dreams and on social media. But then they, when it comes to sales, oh, no, Joe, I don't want to do sales. I don't want to be a salesperson. You've got to learn sales. Okay. How many people do you know that always say, like, oh, make sure you, um, what is it? Is under promise and then over deliver. How many people do you know that say crazy, stupid things like that? Like trying to start off something on a lie, you know, trying, trying to, trying to manipulate your clients. So then that way they give you more work. You know, these are old sales tactics that you shouldn't be doing right now. It doesn't work in 2022. It doesn't work right now. You need to over promise. You need to be so sold on what you do. You need to have the belief system that you believe that if your client doesn't walk through the door and book you, they're not doing the best thing possible. They go to someone else, they don't get to experience your client experience. And you've got to have the confidence to step up and say, hey, I'm here. I'm 100% committed on my business. I'm 100% committed on myself, in myself. I believe in myself. And I believe even if you go to my competitor that costs more, I'm still cheaper. You're still going to get a better deal. Okay. And if you go to my competitors, you won't get me. You've got to have that reinsurance on yourself, that belief system. Your offer's got to be so irresistible. You've got to be so sold on it. I'm so sold on my office. You can hear me talk. When I talk about the six-figure business, man, man, I could charge 10 times more money for that and I still believe you're getting a better deal than what, you know, It's the deal's always going to be unfair. It's always going to be in your client's favor. Always has to be, okay? You can't be taking your clients on a ride. If you don't believe you're worth $5,000, if you wouldn't even pay $5,000 for yourself, you're a wedding photographer and you wouldn't even pay that for yourself, man, you shouldn't be charging $5,000. You're ripping people off. You've got to be so sold on your services. And if you're not, go back, get better at photography, create a better experience, create better branding, get yourself more desire, create more urgency, do the things that you need to do to get yourself into that league, okay? I know there's so many people out there, oh man, I, I'm, I charge $5,000 and I wouldn't, I'd never pay that myself. They're also the same people that wouldn't ever invest in themselves. They would never even join a course. They would never even talk to, I mean, they wouldn't do anything, right? And then they wonder why don't people invest in them? <laughs> well, you don't even invest in yourself. You don't even believe in yourself. You're not even sold on your own service. I don't want to buy something from you. Why would I believe in you if you don't even believe in you? Does that make sense? So you've got to learn sales because if you're going through and you're doing all this hard work when it comes to all your marketing, showing up relentlessly, you're getting better at your craft, you just saved up and bought that new camera, you just did, you know, you bought a new laptop, you just bought all these, you know, new devices, you're doing all the things, you're investing in yourself, you're doing all the things. And then when it comes to the sale, you decided that you weren't going to learn sales and you're just going to hope for the best. Now, it can't work like that. You need, sales are equal as important as marketing, right? I teach this in the six-figure business map. So if you've got a ship, let's just say it's a sailboat right now. So wind is going to be marketing and you have to have your sail up, you know, you have to have the mask up to catch the wind, right? Now, it doesn't matter if your mask is down, it doesn't matter how windy it is, your boat's not going to go anywhere. You're not going to get any momentum. Does that make sense? If you've got your mask up and there's no wind, you're not going to go anywhere. So you need marketing and you need to have a big mask. So the bigger the mask, the more wind you can catch, which means the more marketing you can do because the more sales you're going to make. Now, if you're just if you're just like pushing wind past your boat all the time and you're not making the sale, if you're not even committed to make the sale to sell to your clients, hey man, no wonder your business is failing and you're struggling. Like think about it. 
You have to, like one is equally as important as the other one. So the reason why I'm saying this, because I always hear, like I'll listen to like an, you know, a wedding photographer, um, podcast, education platform or whatever it is. And, and so many people say like, oh, don't worry about it. If you're not, if you're not booking hundred percent of your clients, don't worry about it. If, if people are ghosting you, don't worry about it. You don't need those people in your life. Hey, these are the things that we make up for ourselves. You know, we make this shit up because we, we're not committed and we won't learn sales. It's so much easier to go out there and learn sales. Like it's so much easier to have money in your bank account than not have money in your bank account. It's so much easier to book the clients that are trying to book you than it is to not book those clients. You know, it's so much easier to wake up in the morning and succeed than it is to wake up in the morning and fail, right? It is easier. So why not take the easy path and learn the sales? So then that way you're finishing the whole process, like deliver Overpromise, make the sale, overpromise, then deliver on that overpromise and then commit to serve your clients at the highest level. And guess what? You'll succeed at the end of the day. I'm going to leave it there. Don't forget um, the Six Figure Business Map opens up real soon. Join that that launch. It's going to be epic. I'm always overpromising. Here's me overpromising. I sell my stuff, man. I'm here. I'm selling it to you. I, I actually honestly believe if you don't sign up, man, you, you're doing yourself an injustice because I know the answers are right here. I know because the an- the questions that I get in my DMs every day, I'm like, why are you struggling? Like, just commit. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, just get straight into it. So, um, yeah, jump over there and uh, I'll send you all the information. Other than that, I really appreciate you listening and sharing this podcast episode. I love seeing it out there in the world on Instagram. So make sure you screen share it, share your thoughts. And um, I'm going to see you next week. <laughs>